Hey, folks. Welcome back to another Brush Pile Fishing Podcast right here on iHeartRadio. I'm your host, Russ Bailey, and as always, we've got a great guest in store today. We're going to the state of Alabama, and we're going to be... Uh, going to be talking to uh, my good friend Brad Whitehead. So you stay tuned. We'll be right back with Brush Pile Fishing. folks welcome back and on the line with us is now from alabama is my good friend brad whitehead brad how are we doing today man we are doing good the temperatures are cooling down uh the water temperature's cooling down and the fish are getting ready to bite down here russ i'll tell you what man uh summer has actually flown by and uh you know what uh you've got some great lakes you fish down there you fish several lakes brad of course is a guide um down in alabama what are some of the lakes you're going to fish this time of year brad pickwick lake that's the number one we're going to be on pickwick lake uh we've got wilson lake hey we Within an hour of my house, Russ, we've got Lake Gunnersville. Uh, we've got some small impoundments we call BCDA lakes, which you've been on uh, back in the, the first part of your career. Yes, uh, sir. They're just small impoundment lakes full, not trophy fish, but good eaters. And, um, you know, once after the Labor Day holidays get, get away, uh, get behind us, the lakes start to become the fishermen again down here, and fishing starts to get hot. So... Yes, we sir. We are ready to get it going. Well, and I know uh, a lot of those lakes you mentioned, I've been to, and uh, one of the things I've always liked to do, of course, is, is dock shoot those lakes. And it, it, this is the time of year. It's going to be really good. But I don't want to talk about dock shooting right now because you do something else that not a lot of people in this country do, um, and, and it's still kind of dumbfounds me that more people haven't caught on but you do side pulling and uh, what i'd like you to do today is go into extreme detail and let the folks know exactly what side pulling is well you know i've seen a couple of your shows and you have been with the master Uh, that designed this back years ago so you got to give credit where credit's due and um um it's you know it's so unique. I have people come from all over the country, and, and of course, all all of the my northern friends, they say, you, you Alabama boys, y'all don't understand that trolling motor goes on the front of it. <laughs> it don't go on the side. So, you know, going and showing people this from all over the, um, you know, the country, they can't get it in their mind exactly what you're doing. And, and, and I'll go through it. Back, I guess, in the early 70s, uh, Roger, and I think his father, was fishing one day. And, you know, back then, of course, I think all over the country, you could catch, you know, everybody had the, the spring mentality that we're just going to catch them in the spring. That's the only time we can catch crappies in the spring. And they were sitting there eating a sandwich, and the wind picked up and blew their boat actually across the lake. Well, as Roger's eating his sandwich, lays the rod down and catches a fish out in deeper water. And, you know, that's kind of where it got started. Um Side pulling is not for a shallow lake. Uh, one of the lakes that I think of right now, right off the top of my head, is Real Foot Lake. It's a shallow lake, and, you know, this design is really designed for 12, 14 foot and deeper. Uh, per 
Personally, we like 20 to 25 foot. Uh, I have caught crappie in 52 foot of water side pulling. 52 so, foot. 52 foot of water on Wilson Lake. Um, it is a, um, you know, it's another technique that's really designed for guiding. Um, it allows you to put your clients side in a row. Uh, of course, me being at the back of the boat controlling the trolling motor. And then, um, Brad, let me stop you there. Um, w- you've got a, a boat specifically designed for this, too. We'll start with the boat. I mean, you've got the War Eagle that is made for side pulling. And you talked about the, the trolling motor being on a, the side of the boat. You weren't joking. No, no. The trolling motor is on the side. Um, this boat was designed again, Roger in mind. Uh, I came along, I guess, about a year after it was designed. Changed a few little things on it. Um, you know, not much. Uh, there was a few tweaks that we did in the boat, but it's a seven. It's a 754 VS, 17-and-a-half-foot uh, rig. It's 54 inches wide, and the whole design is designed just for side pulling. Uh, they, mount, they have a bracket that's actually welded to the side of the boat. Uh, it is exactly where it needs to be on the pivot point because you got to think now in the spring late fall you've got a lot of wind sometimes and to have that boat sideways 17 and a half feet sideways that's a lot of drag on a boat so you've got to have that trolling motor set just right so you can control it now um you know you're down to one depth finder too you know that's pretty cool i see these tournament guys man they've got five depth finders on the boat <laughs> they've got one minimum you know so Minimum. So, um, and it's pretty cool. If if I could get it in the listener's head, the the transducer for the depth finder is actually mounted behind me. So when I'm pulling, I'm seeing the fish before our baits get a hold of them, or before our baits get to the fish. So, you know that that's pretty neat too, because you know later in the morning, later in the day, you know customers start to get tired, and you, you can see the fish and say, all right. Get ready. We're fixing to get a bite. So that's a pretty cool deal. You keep people entertained all day doing this. Uh, you can move quick. You know, not only do we have a boat that is designed for this style of fishing, we've even got a set of rods. B&M teamed up with us on the difference pole, which is an 8, a 9, and a 10-foot pole that is designed just for side pulling. And, you know, that's pretty – you get B&M and War Eagle together Russ, you got a pretty good combination right there so, yeah and and I, I want to talk a little bit about those rods so they're called the difference and the first time that i ever did a side pulling show it, it was with roger gant um and i can remember and i even probably said something to him but i said so is this just like long line trolling and where they where they basically hooked themselves and roger said no he said this is different he said you've got to see that bite he said if you don't he said you don't set the hook he said you will not catch these fish and i was amazed how true that statement was and that's why those poles are so good you can see the smallest bite and and he was right if you don't get it and set the hook it's not like long line you will miss these fish yes i've got one of the very first prototypes that that Jack sent us to try. And people don't believe it, but if you take a minna and put a minna on your jig, you can see the minna moving on the tip. Of course, we, we we put a gold tip on the end, which is very, very good for cloudy weather. You can really see that tip on that rod. 
um, the action is, is unbelievable. I mean, the slightest, you know, and you've got to have a rod that's got a real sensitive tip when you're talking fishing 25, 26 foot of water. You know, yep, yep. that's a lot of line between the tip of that rod and the end of your jig. So, you know, that's that's pretty neat, too. I will talk about the, the, the reel that we put on these. We use a bait caster. Kind of throws people off a little bit using a bait caster for crappie fishing. But what that allows you to do is count down to the fish. Where a lot of guys long lining, you know, they don't really know. They got an idea of how deep that jig that they're using is going. But with our method, we use two quarter ounce, you know, two quarter ounce jig heads. You can count down to exactly right above those crappie. I'm talking get within a foot or two of those crappie, and that makes a huge difference. It's really what we call a controlled drift because you're in control of how much line that you got out. And if you see those fish, let's say we're sitting in 25 foot of water, we see them suspended 19 feet. Well, we can put that jig in 18 foot of water and pull them all day in that depth and stay in the strike zone. Absolutely. And they're going to get down there quick because, like you say, two one-quarter ounce jigs. Now, what type of plastic do you like to use for this technique? No doubt we have uh, really cranked it up with the um, um, crappie magnets, the slab magnets, or slab curly for for side pulling. That is Uh, one dynamite bait. Dynamite. Let me tell you, the the purple and chartreuse was a – one day I had three different boats come up to me that had run completely out because that was the, that, that June boat and chartreuse tail was the absolute dominant lure on Pickwick this year. I've never seen nothing. Now, you know, I use hair jigs and I do when it's cold and I still use hair jigs up till to May. I didn't even use a hair jig from, from January to the end of May. It wasn't nothing but the slab curly. I'm going to tell you, that was an awesome bait. Yes, sir. And and this is a pattern, like you say, you know, we're starting to cool down. It's fall. But this is a pattern that they can do not only in the fall, but in the summer and even into the winter. I remember last show I did with Roger. It was in December, and we were still doing side pulling down your way. You, you just slow down. You know, we can, we can fish up to a mile and a half, you know, as far as pulling speed. Um but you can also side pull as slow as 0. 0.2, 0. 0.3. Uh, one thing to remember, if you fish down here, you come visit us, the colder the water, the slower you go. So therefore, you can control all of this with your trolling motor on the side. If the wind picks up, you fill your live wells up, and it slows that boat down. Um, you know, it's, it's just a unique situation. And, and, you know, even for the up north guys that only are able to fish one or two poles with that 17 foot pole you can spread those rods out you're really covering about 18 feet once you get all your rods out and that's a lot to cover you cover an 18 feet all day Chris, you can cover a lot of water in a short period of time absolutely and and for this technique you need some good rod holders i know you uh you're like me you're a drift master guy yes yes you've got to have something now war eagle does make a v that actually goes down the side of your boat. Um, you know, it, it's a um, it, it's a custom deal. You lay your rod down on the V, 
and it's real easy. I know you used them with Roger. You grab the rod and come straight up with them. Now, in the front, a lot of the guys are taking the Drift Masters and putting them, putting them in the front just to hold a couple of extra rods. You know, you get in high winds or something, and your rods start moving around a little bit. But, you know, you get the total package with War Eagle. Same way with B&M. If they design a boat and a set of rods for this technique, it's deadly. Absolutely. <clears throat> now, Brad, I know you're running a guide service, and I'm still trying to figure out how much people charge you to take them fishing. <laughs> <laughs> no, all joking. Hey, is... <laughs> well, it's, been a, it's been a blast. You know, uh, we started 20 years ago. I think me and you, if I'm not mistaken, and I could be totally wrong, I think the first time you come down here, we pulled we pulled crankbaits. I think it was one of your first crankbaits. It shows. was. It was. You look at you look at where that was, and look at where we're at today. Just the technology of these companies that we work with—they listen to us. They build what we want, and you know what? Everybody benefits from it. You know, uh, your weekend warriors—they listen to a podcast like this. They open a magazine. They watch one of your videos. Hey. They can get a whole lot of knowledge in an hour. Where you know back then it took us, it took us quite a bit to figure out what we were doing. I'll tell you. Well, you're right, and there are so many different patterns and techniques for crappie fishermen, and you can actually you know get good at whichever one you want if you want to put the work into it. Um, you know, along with the along with the uh, the side pulling, one of the other things that we do. I'm just going to throw a little bonus in there is one pole and you can actually hold a jig pole run the trolling motor and actually set that boat on top of structure stake beds treetops cane you know we're starting to put out a lot of cane down here uh the crappie absolutely love it you know there's so many other te- techniques that you can do so you know the side pulling no doubt is my bread and butter but you know we still like to do a few other things uh, down here and um you know if, if some listeners want to come down, if they don't want to get a guide, hey, they can still call us. We'll give you some lake information, maybe some good places to stay, places to eat, and you come down and enjoy North Alabama. And, Brad, if someone's interested in booking a trip with you, what's the best way to get in touch with you? The old-fashioned way, give me a call at 256-483-0834, or I'm on Instagram or Facebook. Brad Whitehead or Brad Whitehead Fishing. I'll get back with you in a day or two, and we'll get something set up. Well, you know, Brad, we're lining up shows right now for Season 8, so uh, I'm definitely going to have you on the list there. We need to do a side-pulling show together and and get you back on the show, brother. Well, I'll be looking forward to seeing you in a couple of months, and uh, maybe we can, um, you know, have a laugh or two. We we, We seem to have a good time when we get together, man. For you to stay in the business like you have has been awesome. You're the original crappie guy on television. People hadn't forgot that, and uh, you just keep up what you're doing because you are educating a whole lot of fishermen out there. So I thank you for what you did. I appreciate it, and I think what has uh, made our show, you know, last this long is, you know, I've told this to other people, instead of you seeing me going out every week doing the same thing, well, there's fish, there's fish, because we get anglers from across the country like yourself, um, a lot of the B&M Pro Staff guys, there are so many different 
you know, techniques and patterns. And these guys are experts at their own pattern. And, and when I do a show, say if I do it with you, the way I look at it, that's your half hour show. I'm just there to kind of narrate it a little bit. Um, and people learn from people all over the country on their favorite techniques. And I think that's what keeps it good. Well, appreciate what you do. Like I said, you're still the original all television crappie show, and that's hard to do in today's times. You've got so many things coming in, and it's awesome for you to still be rocking this and, and going out with different, you know, guys. And, and what's amazing is you find different guides and tournament anglers that is watching your shows as much as your weekend warriors trying to learn something. And to me, that's awesome. Mission accomplished right there. Hey, I appreciate it, brother. But uh, before I cut you loose, um, we got to give a shout out to your son because I remember when he was born and your oldest now is on a high school bass fishing team and he's a real deal. I hate to say he's, you know, turned to some of them green carp and them smallies down there, Ooh. but the kid is is really good. He's come a long way. He has. Uh, you know, doing doing starting out with the B&M, you know, when we used to do our crappie camps, you know, he got to see a little bit of the limelight. He liked it. Um, his fishing skills is unbelievable. We're actually leaving this weekend to go to Kentucky Lake. Um, he is one, the only one, him and his partner, the only two out of our school that's ever made it to the Nationals. If he wins the Nationals on Kentucky Lake, he gets to walk across the stage at the Bassmaster Classic. So I am super excited. It has got me in another bracket. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I take a pretty good ribbon, but you know what? Uh, it's worth it. Um, you know, these kids are our future. They're the ones that's going to be, you know, looking at our books, our TV shows, listening to podcasts. And that's what's going to keep our economy going in our fishing and hunting industry. So, you know what? I've had my fun. We, we, you know, we've been all over the United States fishing. So, you know what? Now it's time to let him have a little fun. So, thank you for what you said, though. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, let him know that all of us here at Brush Pile Fishing, we will be pulling for him and we wish him the best of luck. And if you could, just let him know for us. I'll do it, man. Thank you very much. And uh, if you get down this way, you be sure and give me a call. All right. Thanks for joining us, Brad. Again, uh, we will see you hopefully and get a show put together in the spring, brother. Sounds good. Y'all have a good day. You too. Brad Whitehead with us today, folks, right here in Brush Pile Fishing. Uh, always good to talk to Brad. I uh, haven't seen him since the Grizzly show uh, in the winter. We always have a good time there. And like I say, we're going to have to get together this spring and do a side polling show so you can see exactly what we're talking about. Some great information there. Uh, but now it's time to turn to our tournament update. So taking a look at things, the American Crappie Trail, they've got a tournament October 20 third and 24th on Ross Barnett uh, the East Tennessee Crappie Club looks like October 17th on Lake Douglas November 21st on Melton Hill and December 12th on Fort Loudon Lake uh, switching gears to the Northeast Ohio Crappie Club. October 17th, they'll be at one of my favorite places in Ohio, Sandusky Bay on Lake Erie. The Indiana Slab Masters, uh, their championship October 10th and 12th on Salamonium, Mississippi. And Crappie on the Hill, my good friend Derek Fulton, his uh, Clarks Hill group, they will have a tournament October 24th and another one on December 12th. Uh, so there's your tournament update.
And before we close, folks, uh, I want to remind everyone that uh, our Never Give Up tournament, our benefit for the Travis Mills Foundation is coming up October 10th on Delaware Lake near Columbus, Ohio. Uh, you still have time to get signed up, folks. We would love to have anglers there from every part of this country. Uh, we could not give the money, the proceeds to a better organization. Um, it's for disabled vets and their families. If you don't know about Travis Mills, again, please look up the Travis Mills movie trailer, uh, a veteran that lost both arms and legs. Um, it would have been easy to give up, but he came back, fought back for his wife and his, his small child, and now has the foundation for the disabled vets. So check it out. Uh, the proceeds from this tournament are, are going to go to the Travis Mills Foundation. And this show, we're doing a one-hour TV show on this, uh, will air in the Pursuit Channel on Veterans Day. So that's uh, something I'm proud to be a part of and again uh, it's not going to pay too bad either because the winners of this tournament's going home with a $2,000 check so check it out you can join up right there on our website brushpilefishing.com and again I want to thank Brad Whitehead for joining us today and folks you stay tuned we'll be back next week on iHeartRadio again with Brush Pile Fishing for more Brush Pile Fishing excitement find us on Facebook YouTube and Instagram